0: One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.
1: Just having business data isn't enough. But ZoomInfo leverages that data to unlock useful insights like who to reach and how to reach them so you can grow your business. Unlock insights at zoominfo.com. ZoomInfo, how business goes to market.
2: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Everybody and Welcome to 2021, and welcome to a brand new edition of On to the Next One here on MMAFighting.com. I am Mike Heck, and my, oh my, I am excited for this week's show. It is one of my favorite shows I have done over the last few years, and it makes its debut right here on MMA Fighting and on this show that we have put together over the last several months. But this year, instead of putting our prediction hats on in regards to matchmaking for the previous weekend's cards... We're gonna take a look at 2021 as a whole, with some buy or sell questions, some bold predictions, who will be wearing titles, taking home awards next year, etc. It's the first of hopefully many prediction shows here. On on to the next one here on MMA Fighting, and joining me in this venture is the Prince of Positivity, the co-host, the best friend, and more, Mr. Alex Kaylee.
0: Happy New Year, sir. How are you? Happy New Year, 2021. How wonderful it is. Uh, my best friend to be spinning it with you, uh, Mike. I, you know, I'm known, uh, I believe, for my spot on, uh, my spot on <laughs> predictions. So as you know, I. My spot on predictions, my uh, my incredible uh, wins on uh, Between the Links, as you know, both things all uh, our longtime <laughs> listeners and readers know me for. So I cannot wait for this show. And I cannot even more. I cannot wait till 12, 12 months from now when we revisit all of these predictions. And, and we're just like, man, that was so easy, so easy that we predicted that. So, gosh, 20, 2021 was so predictable. Every Everything we, we everything we called happened. That's amazing. and We knew it would. But, uh, man, still, it's it's incredible how good we are at this.
2: So this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, Will it? What AK doesn't... (laughs) Will it be, Mike? What AK doesn't even realize is that this is a show that I work on from January on. I start throwing these ideas into this little program that I have found, and I compile them, and then we we run through as many as we can, all right? So we have a, a whole bunch of interesting questions in regards to... What happened in 2020 going into 2021, into 2021 that either listeners have submitted, and I'll have you know that there were some that always submitted over the years to my old freelance email that did again this year in anticipation for this. Some are on Twitter. Some are just burning questions in general. I'm going to ask said questions. I have no idea what we're even going to talk about yet because there's so many. There's like 90 of them. But we're not going to do ninety of them, all right? I never
0: have. I never have any idea what's going on, Mike. This is and this is so this is. I guess I guess it's normal for me then.
2: Yes. So this is going to throw you all sorts of off here. But uh, we're both going to respond to these questions, whether we buy or sell the thought. And like AK said, we're going to track them. And when we do the show next year, we'll take a gander how we did, and we'll build upon this in that way. Now, some of these are simple. Some of these are thinkers, and uh, you know, feel free to elaborate if you wish, AK, and. uh,
0: like, is this like a special check the tapes? Is this like kind of like a, che- a massive check the tapes? You I think them, so. Yeah. The, the, the media's tapes, to check checking the reader's tapes. There's a lot of tapes here. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we talked about all this before the show. I'm completely yes.
2: Prepared. There we go. So I'm going to click the mouse here on my little program, and we're going to shuffle these up. Like I said, there were actually, let me scroll down. There was 87 options. What? So I'm going to randomly
0: This is what you get up to in your spare time? This is what you get up to in your spare time.
2: Different things, man. And uh, whatever we get the several we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about. All right, let's see what the first one. Okay, this one would probably be one of the first ones I would talk about anyways if it came off the top of my head. All right. First statement, AK, and this is a very popular one. Buy or sell, Conor McGregor will fight in the UFC at least three times in 2021.
0: Oh, oh, at least three times? Three the, or more times. In the times? UFC? In the UFC. I'm I'm selling that. I don't think the value is that high, but I'm selling now. (laughs) No. No, he's not going to... What? He's not fighting three (laughs) times. Let's get out of here. You could maybe talk me into a couple of times and then like a fight circus uh, two-on-one match or something. In the UFC, no. No. Sold. Already sold. Can can I even sell that? I don't think I own stock in that. Oh,
2: God. (laughs) I'm selling... If this question was... Will Conor McGregor fight at least three times in 2021? I'd probably buy it. But three times in the UFC, I'm selling it. I think he does fight twice in the UFC, and I think he does end up in some crazy boxing bout that makes absolutely no sense, but it'll make a ton of money. So I think he is going to be more active this year. I just don't think he'll be doing his quote-unquote season in fighting
0: three times in the octagon. Maybe he does, but I'm selling the the crap out of that. Do you think it was just... Uh, you know, the pandemic that stopped him from booking at least one more fight in 2020? I think it was. I
2: yeah. think it was. And I think finally Dana realized that we don't know when this is going to end. You know, we have these ideas of, of filling up an arena and selling out stadiums. I think he's just kind of, he's folded at this point, And it's just like, we got to get this man fights. So I think, I think he is more, I think he fights more than once in the UFC. I don't know if he fights three times in the UFC. So I will sell no that. Way.
0: No way. Cut, clip this clip send send this to
2: casey clip it <laughs> clip the it. next that ooh next one we're going to the world of bellator ak oh i love the i love being there buy it's or beautiful. sell it's beautiful this time of year buy or sell patricio pitbull ends 2021 with two bellator titles
0: which he already has which he has right now, yes. Why okay. we'll will, will he retain. Uh oh well no, I'm gonna say no because I do think he's gonna vacate. I do think Bellator has been pretty good about not uh stripping people uh, we look at Bader, right? Ryan Bader has they've said they up until he lost it to Nemkov. They're like, Yeah, whatever, just if you can defend one every one of them every six months pretty much. You're, you're happy. You're, you're free to retain both, uh, which I think is a smart strategy on their part. And, and same with the UFC. I understand why they don't allow that. I think the UFC has reasons to, to keep introducing interim titles, which I hate. I hate it, but I'm just saying I know why they do it. I know why they're quicker, quicker in certain situations to strip people of their titles. Um, there's a lot of politics behind it, but uh, I don't blame the UFC fully for making these some of these decisions. I don't like it, but I, I don't want really to do it. Um, so no, I do think he's going to vacate one of the titles probably 155. I think 145 is his home. Um he could stay at 155 because I guess some new talent has come in there. One, one Mr. Anthony Pettis, maybe competing at 155. So that, that's a title fight he may want to, to, to book. But otherwise, no, I think it'll be really hard for him. I don't, uh, but I will say, again, I don't think he's actually going to lose one. I think he'll vacate one. I think he'll want to give his brother, uh, Patricki a chance to, uh, to compete for the, uh, for the lightweight title again. So, um, no, I'll, go, I'll sell on that one as well. I'm going to buy this one because mm-hmm. I think he's going to
2: get to AJ McKee. I think he'll beat AJ McKee in a classic and I don't know if he's going to hold the two titles he currently has or if he relinquishes one and then goes for a third and drops to 35. Woo. Uh but I do think he does end the year with two titles, AK. I'm going to okay. buy that one.
0: But uh I'd love to see him try one thirty five. I'd love to that'd be awesome. Oh, again, just a whole new roster of opponents for him to run through.
2: Yeah, he so, might even end it. I mean, maybe that's the end of the year and he ends with three. Who the hell knows? But I think he does crazy. end with at least two. Uh right. this has actually been a popular one on Twitter and in the emails. Colby Covington and Jorge Mazadal will be the coaches of the returning ultimate fighter by or sell.
0: I I think at this point I just want to have to. I'm going to uh, buy this I'm going to buy. I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not buying a lot of stock in it. But I'm willing to, I'm willing to make a minor investment. I I hate uh, I've said this before. I think the the Ultimate Fighter would be best served if you one didn't book people who were already in compelling matchups that don't need build uh, like Covington, Masvidal, that fight already, you could book that three months from now. Uh, or sorry, you could book that January, February, March, book on any of those dates. It's going to sell a ton, right? It's going to, people are going to watch it. You do not need this, uh, how, how long is the show? The show is, uh, this is, like 12 episodes or 10 episodes, or something like that. It's like three months, the plus the filming. So there's this huge, it creates this huge, huge delay when these matchups happen and uh, are supposed to happen. And then if people, if you just look at the last, like 10, 12 seasons of The Old Fighter, we have, because I watched all of them, a lot of these fights did not materialize because yes, guess what? in four months uh, of a fight being booked, a lot of bad crap can happen unfortunately, and sometimes we'll get injured, and there's other reasons that these fights don't happen. It's just so risky to delay them. So for a fight like coming in Mazadol, I wish they would just book it ASAP and give them a, give them a short camp like these guys need that long, give them a two month camp, whatever, and just and just make it happen. But do I think that they want to do it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I think they want to return with a splash. It's uh, it's the UFC's baby, you know, they've always they've never given up on the ultimate fighter. I think it will make for pretty good television. Um, but uh I, I hope it doesn't. But I'll I'll buy on that one. Yeah, if they're gonna if they're gonna find two coaches for it to, to bring back a with it with a serious impact, you can't do better than coming to Masvidal right now.
2: Yeah, I'm buying it because if this is going to work in any way, it has to be these two guys because Connor isn't gonna be on it, none of the big stars are gonna be on it. These are the two guys. This is the only way it works. And that is not even saying it's going to work, but this is the only way it has a chance to work because I think people know my feelings on The Ultimate Fighter. I think it's a watered-down product that has not evolved since season one. So if we're going to get any kind of an audience on it, it has to be those two guys. And it's funny enough uh, to stick with this theme, AK. The next one, buy or sell. This is so ridiculous. The UFC will publicly <laughs> will publicly make it known sometime in 2021 that this upcoming season of tough will be the final season of the show We tried again we made an attempt to resurrect it
0: it didn't work it sucks we're done hard sell no <laughs> hashtag tough never die why would you even ask that question this is this this show this show is an institution not just of the MMA not just of the combat sports but of america okay would you would you cancel the simpsons you know <laughs> oh yeah the simpsons is still let's cancel the Simps- all right that that's the level i put the ultimate fighter on, okay that's it's they're neck and neck like simpsons maybe in terms of cultural events just above the ultimate fighter that's the impact that ultimate fighter has had on all of our lives how dare you say this be the last season no much like Habib, we got to go from that magical number 30 because I think this is twenty season 29 coming up, not including all the international you know editions. So I think they've got to at least do Top 30. Uh, and by the way, it's going to come back and be a smash hit. All the kids are going to be talking about it on the on the Twitch and on the, the TikTok, whatever kids use these days. I'm young. I, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, so, no, it'll be a smash hit. And if anything, 10 more seasons. 10 more seasons, Mike. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm selling but i really wish they would just make that announcement that listen we're sticking with the contender series we don't need no. this damn show anymore uh but props to, to those who are going to make the show i know that uh filming and cast selection from what i understand has been delayed a little bit due to the pandemic so we will see it at some point i think but i don't know we'll see what happens uh ooh, buy or sell zabit magomed Sheripov, aka will fight For the UFC featherweight title in 2021.
0: Yeah, I'm buying. has to has to happen. If if we don't get, uh, I think we brought this up on on a previous show, Mike. But if 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 we don't get the uh, Zabit year matchup. Um, or even if we do, maybe maybe Zavit beats the year, and that's how he gets his title shot. But I do think he's he's in that sphere where he just needs one win. It doesn't it, honestly, it doesn't matter against who. It should be against a year. I think that should be the number one contender's belt. But if for some reason whatever year is hurt or they can't fight, he just needs another win um, just to remind because he didn't compete. Uh, we didn't get to see the beat, compete at all, unfortunately, in in uh, 2020. He just needs to remind people why he's so highly touted. So I think one win puts gets him into it. I would pick him to beat a year. I'd pick him to beat a lot of people at 145. I'm, I'm trying to think which matchup would, would get in his way. There's not, not too many. So, yes. Will he compete? Will he win it? I don't know. Will he compete for one? Yeah, we will see a beat. Uh, compete for the title in 2021. Big buy. I'm selling this. Oh.
2: I just don't know if it lines up for him. I, I just, time frame wise, I just don't know if, if it lines up. Unless it's a short notice thing. Because Brian Ortega is next. And Calvin Caters fighting Max Holloway January 16th. And then he'll be, like, in line after that, especially if Calvin Cater beats Max Holloway. Like, if Calvin Cater beats Max Holloway, he gets he's getting the winner of Volkanovski versus Ortega. There's no doubt about it. You beat Max Holloway, your next fight is for the belt. So, Beat's going to have to get booked against a top guy since he hasn't fought since November of 2019. It's been well over a year. And he's probably going to have to do it in a made event slot. He's going to have to go five rounds to earn it. So, I'll sell on 2022. One, I just think him waiting for a title shot in 2020 or just sitting around and waiting for Yair and not taking any other fights, I think that one's going to sting a little bit. I think when Cater offered to step in on October 29th, and I know he just fought Calvin, he should have taken that fight. He should have taken it, and I think it's going to hurt him because Cater earned Cater's activity this year. Honestly, it was the biggest story of 45. He's the one guy that kept this division moving forward. Yeah, Ortega beating Korean zombie was big. It's a fight we wanted to see. And Ortega surprised a lot of people with the stand-up. But I think Cater knocking out Stevens and then jumping right back in there and taking on a, a a tough guy like Dan Ige, a guy that's way behind him in the rankings and just being a company guy and saying, you know what? I'm taking this fight. I think that's gonna serve him well, especially if he beats Max Holloway. So I'm gonna sell that. But there is a caveat. If Zabit like steps in on short notice, he might get it.
0: But who knows? Two, two, two things, two more things, though, Mike. One, I think Volkanovski, I don't know why. I have a feeling he defends his title three times in twenty. Maybe I'm just being optimistic. I like Volkanovski. I would like to see him defend his title three times, uh, and this is assuming he wins all them, of course. Two, if Holloway beats Cater, then that's then then that leaves again. That leaves the that that number one contender spot wide open after after Ortega and uh, and after Ortega is done with with Volkanovski. So. I but, don't
2: know. That's like, Kater's if, in the way, but... Yes, but so is Holloway. Like, if Ortega... Don't, they're
0: not booking hot. no, 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 no. What I'm, say, what I'm saying... What I'm saying...
2: But what I'm saying is, if Ortega beats Volkanovski and Holloway beats Cater, you know damn well they're going to rebook oh, that rematch.
0: Yeah. I guess so, I'm just picking... I'm just there's picking, too many
2: hurdles. There's too many hurdles. Happens. Let's head to the next one. Ooh. Buy or sell AK that won Kevin Holland will equal or surpass his 2020 activity in 2021?
0: Sell. Sell. He's not fighting once a month again. In 20, I would, If we got like 10 Kevin Holland fights in 2021, that would be amazing. But I think the young man has had some good fortune with not getting injured. Uh, of course, he's taken advantage of the UFC's uh, rapid matchmaking during this, you know, uh, pandemic period. So no, there's no, there's no way he fights more than does he? Does he match? Was it does only surpass or match? So he has
2: to fight. I, I think the question like, is, surpass- does he fight five times or more in 2021?
0: Oh, so could he equal it? I'll still go under. I'll still go under. I'm going four. I think we maybe see four. Um, I think he's, be, hopefully, for his sake, be a little more choosy with his matchups. For our sake, I hope he isn't. But um, for his sake, I think he's a little more choosy. And, 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 and has that leverage. I think he gets, you know, after beating Jacare, that's a big one, so. Uh, I don't think he hits five again. No. I think he does. So, yeah.
2: I'm buying it. I think he does. I think he does. I think opportunity is going to knock again, and I think he's going to jump on it. Now, I'm not saying he's going to win all of these fights. But I think even if he drops one along the way, that's just going to get him more activity. So I think he does. I, I think we might see him. You know, what? I'm, I'm going to take a I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say bye. Let's go to Man. the let's go. Oh, my gosh. I hope so. This one's wild. Oh, no. This one's yeah, look, wild. OK. Buy or sell, AK, that Nick and Nate Diaz combined will have more UFC fights in 2021 than Uriah Faber.
0: Let me do some math here. One second. Equal? I think. Honest. I think there's a good chance none of these guys fight. Oh, so so uh, so no. So sell then. So sell. Uh, If if I'm going equal, then yeah. Then hard sell. Uh, well, I do. You know (laughs) what? That's not fair. Because I think on our own show, uh, I think on on this very show, on the next, I think I have predicted like Nate Diaz. I think I have matched him up with people and while nick i just think still remains a wild card i know his management keeps leaking all these like videos and information that he's coming back he's coming back okay i don't know what's going on with that guy i still think nate is more likely to fight i'm going to uh i'm gonna sell i'm gonna sell i'm honestly not sure if any of these guys fight in 2021 20, that sounds a little pessimistic i know uh favor i know still out there favor is not retired i know he's he's waiting for any any good matchups that pop up and there's a lot of 135 uh I don't know. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say either uh, it's it's one and one, uh, one combined uh, Diaz's fight and Faber fights, or zero uh, Diaz's fights and and uh, Faber fights. So either way, I don't think they fight more than he does to to get around to to go with the exact phrasing of the question. I'm gonna sell.
2: This is a thinker.
0: Yeah, really, seriously.
2: <laughs> this is this is tough. I I I do think Faber will fight at least once. And I think they will pull the trigger on the Dillashaw fight. I think they're just—I think they're going to do it. But I think that's going to be it for one year. I favor. And now we need Nick and Nate to fight twice combined for me to buy this. I just can't. I'm selling it. I I think. I don't know which one is going to. I think one of them will fight once, and the other will not. So. On the same wavelength you're at, I will sell and say that they're even, Steven at the end of the year. I think. Yeah. I think one Diaz brother will fight. I think Faber will get one in, and that's it.
0: If this were actual stock, Mike, it would be irresponsible for you to put any any money on the is doing anything. That's true. Uh, <laughs> so yes, you're doing the wise. You're not, a, Mike. We're young, but we're not as young as we used to be. Okay, we can't just we, we can't just throw this prediction money around all willy nilly and say, oh, yeah, the Diaz is a f-. no. We are now adults. We are adults, and we have to be responsible and responsible to our listeners. Buy or sell?
2: Colby Covington will fight for the UFC welterweight title in 2021.
0: <sighs> these are good. This is good. This these are good. These are good, <laughs> good questions. No, they're good because no, I really have to think about it. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, you know, I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll buy. I think uh, I, I would, I would pick him if the Masvidal fight does happen. I'll pick him to beat him. I'll pick Covington to beat most guys at one seventy. And I think there is, while while I, I hate his uh, his takes on the first fight, as far as it being quote unquote controversial. There's nothing controversial about it. Um, I do think he's at least done himself the service of keeping that heat with him and Usman, and i do think it's a rematch people would want to see again i think the narrative is false that there was any controversy but there are people but what it doesn't matter what's what's you know in mma what's real or what's or what's not it's what you can what you can get people to believe and then a lot of people who think that that fight was ended prematurely and that oh maybe covington it would have gone to a draw which it wouldn't have if they knew the scorecards but it was a competitive fight uh most importantly i i'm, I'm glossing over this it was a really really fun fight i actually i, I love that fight so would not, would not, uh, would not hesitate to watch it again, and uh, and I think it's a very distinct possibility for for Usman to have to do that rematch.
2: Yeah, I'm buying it too. I think I think he does beat Mazadal or you know, even if he doesn't, I think he'll yeah get the rematch at some point with Usman, or if it's yep. Burns or Edwards or Shmaev, like it doesn't matter. I think Colby, because of who he is, the buzz he generates, good, bad, indifferent, he's the ultimate heel, and in some cases, which we've discovered in 2028, AK, in some people's eyes, he's the ultimate baby babyface. And with that said, because Welterweight really needs a boost, especially in the title picture after 2020, I think he does fight for the belt at some point in 2021. Uh, let's see. The, ooh, AK, buy or sell, and you may have to pull up the UFC rankings here to do this, buy or sell that a current top five fighter that is on the active UFC roster right this moment. Will sign with Bellator or the PFL in
0: 2021? Why are you guys making me think? You guys, who, whoever's asking these questions, whoever kudos to whoever got this question. Top five, a current top five ranked contender in the UFC will sign with Bellator in 2021, or a PFL, or PFL. Goodness me. PFL is making some moves. You know, I shouldn't have said I, I shouldn't have said that so incredulously. Uh, PFL has been making some very, very good signs. I'm really excited about the 2021 20, PFL season. <sighs> Let me. I'm just looking at some of these names here. They don't have a men's flyweight division, so unlikely. While you ponder,
2: please go ahead. Just for mathematical this, this, reasons. That, that
0: was that was great listening for people. By the yeah. Way, that, just, my, just, my deep
2: <laughs> just for mathematical reasons, I'm going to buy it because I just think someone's contract is going to run out. One of them will say goodbye. I say it happens. Who? I have no clue. It's a total shot in the dark. But if I'm just going buy or sell based on the question, I'm buying it. That someone currently in the top five is going to go elsewhere to one of those organizations.
0: I I can really see now just glancing at the women's rankings. For some reason, I could see one of these names like a man, like a Raquel Pennington or even I know people won't believe this. But after some of the cuts, we've seen even like a Holly Holm like near the end of the year maybe if if, if, if things don't go well for her and her whatever her fights in the UFC I do think she's a big ticket item that that you know could be part of the veteran cuts I'm not wishing any of this on anybody course, but I've never wished fighters get cut um, from from their current positions uh, I'm just looking but yeah Bellator has some really have really really solid women's divisions uh, at least at 125 and if they want to get 135 going Polly Home would certainly be a good name for that uh so I'm, I'm still, you, you, you bought, right? You said mathematically, uses, I'm buying, yeah. I'm still going to sell. I'm still going to sell. Even though I just kind of threw those names out there and I do think there's, there's an opening, especially for some of these women to maybe go over to Bellator. I'm going to sell. Yeah. Yeah. No. Top five. Anyone top five right now? This will be a fun one to revisit later. Yeah. We'll have to maybe screenshot the rankings. I don't know. But. <laughs> or, or we can just kind of eyeball it. I think we'll remember if this happens. Okay. Yeah. Good question. But I'll, 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 I'll sell.
2: Buy or sell that Conor McGregor, John Jones, or one of these sports major stars Will say on social media at least once in 2021 that they are
0: retiring. Oh, oh, hard buy. Guaranteed, <laughs> guaranteed. I, I'm, I'm, a, I should, I need to open up like a, a Twitter or a tweet deck right now. I should be keeping track of this because uh, John Jones, I think, hasn't tweeted. I, I don't know if I'm wrong. I think he hasn't tweeted in like uh, as of this recording, something like four or five days. He's been too quiet. I'm worried. Uh, I'm worried that. Oh no, he just some weird link. Anyway. Um, yeah 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 it, like will they actually retire no but i like the phrasing of the question will they say it on social media there yes uh, bye bye both, big time
2: both of those guys are gonna do both that and maybe uh, one more there'll be at least yeah. at least those two are gonna do it so i couldn't I, I mean i couldn't pull my wallet out fast enough to buy that uh ooh, speaking of john jones ak mm-hmm. buy or sell that johnny bones will fight for the heavyweight title in 2021
0: Ah, I'm so – I just don't want to talk about John Joseph heavyweight until he just fights there once. I, this, is, this question has been – oh, God. Well, at least two years we've said this is a possibility. Is he going to do it? Yeah. You know Yes. I'm, I don't want to overthink this. Bye. Bye. That's it. That's all I want to say about it. Uh, I'm going to uh... – uh, clip that, clip that. That's a great reaction. We need we need to start soundboarding these. I know. <laughs>
2: Jesus Christ. Um I will I'm going up my gut. I'm buying it. Yeah. On on last week's show we talked about Jones and Engano and how it didn't happen. I don't think they'll make that mistake in twenty twenty one. And that's assuming Engano and stipe actually happens. Uh, I, I'm just going to buy it. I, I have no rhyme or reason. There's so many other... There there are hurdles to this, of course. Many. Many hurdles. <laughs> many names that could thwart this from happening. But you know what? Good juju, I'm buying it. Uh, what's the next one? <laughs> it is award season after all, so I think this is a, a fitting question, AK. Ooh, there's a couple of these back-to-back. All right. PFL getting some love here. Buy or sell, AK? Someone from the PFL will be nominated for one of the major end-of-the-year awards on MMA fighting. So, end-of-voting, someone from the PFL roster will be in the top five for end-of-year awards in 2021. Whether it's fighter of the year, knockout, submission of the year, someone from the PFL is going to be in the top five of one of those awards.
0: Like, our consensus top five? Yes. Um... By the way, I just realized uh, before I, I, I said something about I'm gonna I'm gonna check myself now. I, th- I think I said something about Pettis uh, being built. I'm sorry, I forgot Pettis is with the PFL. PFL. I'm sorry, Anthony. I'm sorry. So for so um, hopefully people who were cursing me 20 minutes ago for bringing that up. I just thought listen, of that myself. Right? L- listen long <laughs> enough. To realize I, yes, I'm an, I'm an idiot, but at least I recognize that I'm. Um, in our consensus top five, I'll say this: I remember Ray Cooper. His first year, he got some Fighter of the Year votes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this would have been the 2017, I think the inaugural, whatever the inaugural. Eight, 2018. Was 2018. So it's happened already. He, I don't, I don't remember if he made the, um, the the consensus top five, but I remember he got votes from more than one member of the staff. So, is this the year that one actually makes the consensus top five? Uh, I'll sell. I'll sell. But I do think there'll be support for it. I do think you'll see those names on our. uh, for people keeping up with our our end of the year articles. We have a little chart at the bottom that says how everyone voted. I think you will see the name on there, just not not in the top five.
2: It's going to take a lot for that to happen, in my opinion. I'm not saying it can't, but it's going to have to be something amazing, especially since they didn't have a season in 2020. So I'm going to sell that, but I think the chances of it happening are higher than most people think just Hmm. because of some of the signings they had and some of the names, like a lot of times you just, you tend to, because you're trying to get through these, you tend to overlook some of the fighters that a, you didn't hear the name a lot, or you didn't speak about a lot, but now you got guys like Verdum and Pettis and Roy McDonald and so forth and so on. And I think if either of those guys have a great submission or a great knockout or just a fantastic year and win the million, I think the chances of them getting on that list is better than say yeah. maybe like a Lance Palmer or something somebody like that back in you know 2018 or 2019. Yeah. So I'll sell, but I think the
0: chances are good. And, and it's just the benefit of staying busy too, right? I mean, look, this this past year, our fighter of the year was determined. Most of the people on our fighter of the year list, a lot of them never fought more than twice, right? So it's just a matter of uh, if you if you do really well in the PFL if you happen to go undefeated you win both your regular season fights and then you kind of run to the tournament we're talking about like a, i think you have to go you have to go 2 and 0 you can go 2 and 0 in the regular season and then there's three tournament three tournament fights three tournament fights right and there's a quarterfinal, semifinal. The, so you could go 5 and 0 5 and 0 in a year for any fighter even if it's kind of a, the kind of a uh un, unorthodox uh, PFL format where you have like some two round fights in there um 5-0, and 0, it has to be like, if you're like a, a Verdum, you, and you have a name, like someone who recognizes a Fabrizio Verdum, Anthony Pettis, if they go 5-0 in 2020, we're gonna be talking about it. It has to be mentioned, again, regardless, regardless of whether it happens in a tournament or over the course of, you know, the 12 months, it, it matters. So yeah, just by staying busy, I think they keep themselves in that fighter of the year talk.
1: Businesses have always needed customers. So customer engagement has always been a thing. You know, steak dinners, golf, in-person handshakes. Not exactly efficient, though. But thanks to ZoomInfo, times have changed. Now you can engage with the right customers across all channels and grow your business efficiently and effectively, all from one platform. Sorry, steak dinner guy. We've got work to do. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at ZoomInfo.com. ZoomInfo, how business goes to market.
0: Support for this podcast comes from SmartWater. Life moves pretty fast. Are you drinking water that can keep up?
2: will be widely considered a success for the PFL. Because 2018 AK, very successful year in my opinion. I think PFL was what the sport needed in my opinion. We we, we kind of scoffed at the concept. We had low expectations and they delivered a, a pretty fun season. 2019 I didn't scoff at nothing. 2019, not so much. A lot of chaos. It had its moments but most felt it was, it was a pretty big letdown compared to the year before. 2020 is, was what it was. Big signings, no fights. So buy or sell The 2021 will be widely considered as a successful year for the PFL.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, big buy, big buy. Uh, I'll definitely buy on that. Again, successful can be, you know, there's... Depends how you define it. Uh, I don't I don't know if we'll ever kind of know exactly how well a company like the PFL is doing financially. They don't really tout that stuff, kind of like the UFC does uh, or happens to do in uh, videos that they make for their president, for example. Um, I don't see the PFL doing that. So – but, I mean, as far as public recognition, I do think, yeah, the the names they signed, the, the, the attention it's going to get, um, I, think, I think the fights will – fingers crossed, who's to know? But I do think that the fights will be better. And uh, I think anyone who checks out the PFL this year will be pleasantly surprised. So uh, – the fact that they they didn't have, um, like I said, they didn't have a 2020 season, unfortunately, um, gives them a lot to sort of a lot to bounce back from, uh, and I think they will. I think, I think, like I said, the talent's there. I I love the tournament format. The uh, playoff format is a little screwy, but I mean, there's not a lot they can do about that because uh, d- doing the two fights in one night for uh, for the uh, the playoffs. But um, yeah, I think anyone who checks it out, it it'll it will be considered a success. So yeah. Uh, I mean, widely, I don't know, but in general, in general, I think we will look on 2021 as, as a big positive for uh, for the PFL.
2: I'm actually I'm buying it, too. I'm very um. optimistic. In fact, <laughs> this is hot take alert. I think 2020, despite not having any fights, was more successful for the, for the PFL than 2019 was. They were in the news a lot. They had some huge signings, and I think they have more buzz this at the end of this year than they did at the end of 2019. So, with that said, wow. I think the signings have been great. I think there'll be some very interesting brackets, some very interesting potential matchups for these tournaments and these se- excuse me seasons. I think it's going to be a pretty good year for the PFL. So, I will buy that. Uh,
0: wow. oh, Reg- Reggaeton Airhorn, wow! 2020 was a success.
2: I think so. I think right. so. They didn't sit on their asses. That's for sure. We kind of We're expected them to it. sit on their asses, but they didn't. So <laughs> good on them.
0: We're
2: talking about it. Oh, uh, we knew this was coming. AK. Oh, no, no. I. I uh, what is it? Buy or sell? Habib Nurmagomedov fights in 2021, or has a future fight booked before the year is
0: over. Ah, oh, that little caveat at the end. Uh, nope. Sell. Sell on both. Sell on both. Do I think Habib will fight again? Yes, I do. I'm very. I'm very strong on the Habib will fight again someday. I think it will be like earliest 18 months from as, as we're speaking like 18 months from now i don't think th- the george st Pierre fight is not happening uh it's certainly not happening next year so if that fight's not happening i don't see an immediate thing that's gonna i think there has to be a name at lightweight that comes up uh in by 2022 that people are saying man what if i bet this guy could be khabib or you know what i mean i think there has to be that talk out there i think he just wants to take time away from the sport this guy has been doing combat sports since he was a child Uh, I know he'll still have his hand in it, of course. He bought the uh, uh, Guerrilla Fighting Championship. He's made Eagle Fighting Championship, so he's gonna be working on that. And I think coaching and working on his own promotion, that's gonna keep him satisfied for now. And Among other things, he has his hands in. No, I don't think we see him fight in in 2020, despite what Dana White wants, despite what Conor McGregor wants. And I don't think he has a fight book for the end of the year. So I'm selling on both accounts. Uh, let, Let the Eagle rest.
2: You know, AK, if you asked me this question six hours ago, I would have sold it. But there's a meeting coming up between Danaway and Habib Nurmagomedov and probably Ali Abdulaziz and some others. Do I think it's all fight-related for Habib? No. But I think there's going to be some sort of business plan in place between the UFC and Eagle Fighting Championships. And I think part of this deal will be Habib, maybe we'll co-promote. Maybe we'll do something where you can become an official feeder for us. But in order for that to happen, give me one more, bro. Just give me one more. Get that 30. And I think they're going to handshake and agree on it. So do I think Habib fights in 2021? No. Do I think there is a fight on the books for 2022 by the time we do this show next year? Yes. I'm buying it. I'm buying Dance it. Dance for me.
0: Dance for me one more time and I will co-promote your rinky dinky little Russian from Wow, that's so We will so help sinister. you.
2: We will promote you. We will put you on our on our octagon. We will run promos. Just give me one more. Just give me you one know, Mike, more.
0: I think I think some trolls have called you Dana White so much that you're starting to think like him. Sinister. I just think, Sinister. I think I think one hand's going to wash the other here for one more My fight yes the machinations i thought you were mike mike's not just a kind-hearted family man there's a darkness in there i don't don't know i just think i think
2: business is gonna play out and i'm not happy about it i'm not happy about anything i'm saying i just i'm taking a a shot in the dark wow but let us let us move on from this talk i'm feeling a little evil right now (laughs) buy or sell that cody garbrandt will fight for a ufc title in 2021
0: will fight for a... You, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's getting that 125 or 135 shot. Yeah, yeah. it's it That's a buy. That's a buy. No, nothing needs to be... I, if I hadn't seen the Figueredo uh, fight originally booked, I probably would have said no, but clearly they're willing to just throw him in there. So, yeah, easy buy.
2: I have said this many times since UFC 256. Nobody lost that flyweight title fight except for Cody Arbrandt. He was yeah. the big loser at UFC 256. I think... And I'm going to sell this because I don't think he gets to the Bantamweight title this year. I think he's I mean, he got a long way to go to get there. And I think that 125 has built so much momentum over the last three months that the division doesn't need him anymore. They needed him earlier. They don't need him anymore. Figgy and Moreno are going to rematch. Moreno said April or May. Figueredo said April or May. More May. I expect those two guys to beat the the snot out of each other (laughs) for for 25 more minutes.
0: Children's show.
2: And by that point, those two guys are just going to be like recovering. I think the division will officially have moved on without him unless he takes a fight at 25 beforehand. I think the days of him just being slotted in to fight for a title without a test at 25, those days are over. I think the division has moved on without him. I think the excitement for the division has moved on. I think Figueredo is a big part of that. I think Brandon Moreno is a big part of that. Plus, I'm not counting Brandon Moreno out at, in the rematch either. And if Brandon Moreno wins that fight, guess what we're going to see? The third fight.
0: So I don't think he's going to fight for a title this year. Uh, I agree. Figgy and Moreno will beat the crap out of each other. And then, uh, unfortunately, uh, there's a chance if it's that brutal that maybe Figgy only fights once in, in 2020. I hope that's not the case. At which point? Cody Garbrandt versus a returning Henry Cejudo for an interim Phantom Wave. No, I, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like they're going to slot Cody in for, for a title fight at 135 or 125. That's somehow. Somehow. 12, 12 months is a long time. 12 months. Is a long. I'm going to buy. I'm sticking with my buy. But, I, but you make a good point.
2: He's going to fight at 35. I don't like his chances um, against anybody in the top five.
0: Nope. Yeah. I don't. I just
2: don't. Yeah. Um, all right. We got a few more left. Um, ooh. Ooh, I'm getting getting chills just thinking about this. This is a really good question. Buy or sell, AK? Kevin Holland fights for a UFC title, and Hamzat Shemaev does not in
0: 2021. First of all, uh, Holland, do, do you think he ever drops down to 170? He actually has not fought at 170 in the UFC yet, right? We know he can. He's mentioned it several. He hasn't done it yet. right? He's strictly fought at one eighty five in the UFC, right? Yes. So really, we're asking: Does he f- compete for the middleweight title? And Sh- and Shumayev does not get it. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy on that. Not a big buy. I'm gonna go soft buy. I'm gonna take a buy a little. Just a, a small investment in that because I don't think Shumayev, uh I don't know if he wins the uh, Edwards fight. Whenever that ha- you know, whenever that fight happens, I- I've been you know me. I've loved talking about Shamiyev. One of the best stories twenty twenty. Uh, super fun character, but I've also been at the front of the let's pump the brakes. I've been pumping the brakes constantly, Mike, on the Shmayaum train. It hasn't worked, by the way. The brakes, are, <laughs> the brakes are faulty. So I need to go into the I need to go get these checked out because I've been pumping the brakes and this train just keeps hurtling forward. Uh, so my my, my brake pumping doesn't really matter, but I I I don't know again if he's quite uh, ready to challenge for a title yet. And I think we might see that. I think we might see him take a loss sometime in uh, 2021, whether it's to Edwards or if he has to fight someone else after Edwards before getting a touch. Like I so said, we don't know if that's the case. He might get the title shot right away. I don't think so. Um, so I'll go with Holland. I think there's a I think there is a path. I think there is a, there is a path for Holland to fight for that 185 title. He might only be one win away. That Jacare that's what gets you to that top five, and I think he's right in there. So. Yeah, I'll buy. I'll buy. Good question, and I'm going to buy on that.
2: That's a big breath. I'm going to buy it, too. I'm going to buy it, too. Although, like I said last week, if Shemaya feeds Leon Edwards, by come January 21st, this question is gone. Because he's fighting for the title. Oh. <laughs> but uh,
0: there you go. <sighs> Reluctantly. Poor Leon Edwards. I, I, know. I Hashtag poor Leon Edwards. One of my, one of my favorite hashtags. Of, uh, don't get me wrong. Some of his matchmaking woes, self-inflicted, I totally understand. But it's also, for me, is a, is a don't hate the player, hate the game situation, all right? He's been put in some very difficult uh, situ- situations. Maybe he hasn't always made the right decision as far as what fights and what he's angled for and what fights accepted, blah, blah. He's won eight straight at uh, 170? Where are we? Eight straight fights. He's won eight straight fights, and Shamayev beats him, beats him and takes his spot. Oh, gosh. That's so disgusting. <laughs> that's so disgusting. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, that's how this fight game works. It's not the first time this sort of thing has happened. It won't be the last time this thing has happened. I'm not naive, but it doesn't mean I have to like it.
2: I'll do like four more. All right. Amen. In 2021, AK, buy or sell, we will see John Jones... Versus Israel Adesanya.
0: This is wow. That's a tough one. Will we see? You know what? No, no, we won't. No, we won't. I do believe that. Uh, I can't. No, we've talked. I can't remember what I said earlier. I do believe if John Jones fights, he's going to be dabbling a heavyweight, and I think he's going to be taking it pretty seriously. Uh, and I think we're going to have another year of oh, you, this guy's dodging me. This guy went up to heavyweight, and it's like, and then and John Jones oh, you well, you said you'd come up to heavyweight, so uh, you know whatever. whatever. Uh, it's just hurting my head just, just thinking about the tweets and thinking about the stories we might have to write off of these tweets. Um, so no, they 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 miss each other. They miss each other, and yet and yet the trash talk persists. So that's a sell.
2: This seems like it should be an easy buy, right? Doesn't it? But like, it? <laughs> I go back to the Jones versus Nganu question, and the reason why I was so hesitant was because this question might come up because it all depends on whether or not Adesanya beat John Belhovic for the light heavyweight title. Which will be no easy feat. And if he doesn't win that fight, Jones off the table for the foreseeable future, right? Like, if he loses to Blahovich, how can you sell Izzy going up to heavyweight to fight Jon Jones? It just doesn't work. Not to say the UFC hasn't booked nonsensical fights and tried to justify it in the past, because they have. I'm going to buy it, but with little confidence. Honestly... Unless they just go ahead and skip skip the Bohovich fight and go right to Jones, which they should have done in the first place, I'll buy it, but not putting any 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 money on it. Ooh, A.K. Buy or sell by December thirty first, two thousand twenty one. Mike Perry will no longer be on the UFC roster.
0: Uh, by the repeat the question.
2: By the end of 2021, by December 31st, 2021, Mike Perry will no longer be on the UFC roster.
0: Uh, obviously, I want this to be true, but I'm actually going to sell. Um, I was just looking at Mike Perry's record uh, earlier today, actually, uh, seven and seven in the UFC. Um, so, you know, a 500 record doesn't really jump out at you, but he he is. Um, uh as far as the UFC looks at him, someone who draws at least a considerable amount of interest to his fights, not, not a main events guy, but as far as mid tier mid card guys go, he is one of the most talked about guys. Um, now this year, very much for the wrong reasons. There was a lot of outside of the, uh, cage, very regrettable outside the cage antics. I just don't know if they reached the point with him where his baggage, um, uh, outweighs his value so i do think if he I, I honestly think he only needs to win one fight or something uh and i don't know if he'll compete more than twice in in 2021 i think if he as, long as he wins once maintains a 500 record i think they'll be okay with keeping him around um again i don't think they should i would have cut ties with mike perry a long time ago but he does there are there are there is a fan base for him uh i don't i don't know why uh well that's not true. i do know why but no, I'll I'll say I'll say uh, sell on that. Uh, sorry, buy. This, he will be on the roster, right? Uh, the question is, he will not
2: be on the roster. He will not
0: be. So I'll sell on that. I'll sell on that. I I, I think they'll find a way to keep him around. He's he's on a, he's on a thin thread though, and I think the next matchup he gets will be very telling for us of uh what what the what they think of him. If it you know obviously they match him up with like a like a some like a set. Uh, well, Ponzanio was matched up. Sorry, like um I don't know Who, who's like a like a. Oh, I'm, all, I'm looking at all the top ten like. Damian Maya, I don't know. That would never happen. But uh, if they match him up with someone who we, who is clearly going to uh, truck him, obviously that means the writings on the wall. If for if you guess like a Nate Diaz fight or something, guess what? They're probably keeping around for a long time.
2: Yeah, I'm going to sell this too. I, I felt like the demeanor of Mike Perry heading into the Tim Means fight. I mean, obviously, hearing what his ex wife had to say did not help mm-hmm. things at all in his case. Um, but I feel like he was a little more composed. I feel you know, you can just kind of see it in his eyes that I don't know. It just seemed like he was trying to me. And I think that his fiance being pregnant and him about to be a dad that changes things in people. Um, And I think once that baby's born, it's shit or get off the pot time. Like if you're going to be this person that you're, you're telling people you're going to be now's the time. (laughs) So I'm going to sell that. I think, I think, I think, I think it it creates positive change in him,
0: well, I hope you're right, Meg. And And really, for me, though, I would like to see someone like Mike Perry step away from fighting, get whatever this guy needs to do to sort out his life and to and to do right, do right more, most importantly, do right by his uh, fiance by his incoming child, by his friends and family, people who have stood by him, fans, who, many many fans who have stood by him. Whatever he needs to do, do, right by them, whether it's continue fighting or again step away, uh, maybe find something else to do with his life, uh then th- that's what he should do. But uh for me again, you know, I'm, I'm 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 way over the Mike Perry experience. Um I don't I don't wish ill upon anyone, but I I do uh I do hope that I'm not interested in watching him fight anymore and I I hope he sorts things out and like you said, most importantly he's a good father.
2: Yes. Last two, AK. Ooh, this is right up your alley, buddy. Right up your alley. Oh, hit me. Outside of what we have already seen in 2021, AK, buy or sell. We will see one UFC fighter, past or present, make their television debuts in the WWE or in AEW. In
0: 2021, we will see what
2: what, what is it? What a UFC. A UFC fighter, past or present, make their TV debuts in WWE or AEW that we haven't seen already.
0: Have, oh, that we haven't seen already. That's tricky because I think a Ronda Rousey comeback is in the card somewhere, uh, whether it's this year or 2022. Uh, sorry, 2021 or 2022. That we haven't seen. Uh, you know what? It's such a bro- it's such a broad uh, list, though. Any, like really, any like UFC fighter or or, belt or UFC fighter, is like a, a name fighter. Yeah, make their debut because remember, it could even be for a one off. You know Mike Tyson popped up in AW for uh, what I think we turned out to, I, I don't know if it was planned to be an actual long-term angle, but he showed up a couple of times This is an easy buy for me. Yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see someone uh, we'll see someone pop up again on uh, on one of the major We'll see someone from a major MMA promotion who we know who we recognize who is, has name value pop up on one of the major professional wrestling promotions Yeah, definitely buy
2: If this was like a year ago I probably would have bought this one without hesitation because I thought Daniel Cormier seemed like a no-brainer not to even like wrestle But to be like on the team somehow in WWE, like on the broadcast team or a manager or a mouthpiece or something. But now he's like fully on team UFC. I know he signed a deal with ESPN. He's got the podcast. I'm not sure for how long or what's in those contracts, but I am going to buy this. I do think we see someone major with a name in the pro wrestling world. I could definitely see Colby there at some point. Like I know he's been on impact, but... I think we we might see him in like AEW or something, um, but I think we do see somebody from this world on television somewhere.
0: You saw the cameos from uh, Vitor and Rashad and uh during the, Was this during the, this was during the I think this was during the Tyson. I think this was part of that right. There was a, there was like a pull yeah. apart. It was like a pull apart with Jericho and Tyson. Sehudo was there yeah, too. Sehudo was in there. Uh, that was fun. So and they yeah,
2: didn't <laughs> they didn't mention Rashad at all.
0: Poor no, Rashad. that was cold blooded. That was cold blooded. We 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 recognize we recognize Rashad we see we see you. Ooh,
2: remember this is random, folks. Last one, A.K. Buy or sell. Twenty twenty one will be the final year we see Joe Rogan commentate on a UFC fight card that is not part of his podcast.
0: Again, is this is something I want to see happen. Yes, uh, not because I want to see Rogan out of a job. Uh, he he just he doesn't need it. Let me put it this way: he's he's he won't he won't miss out on those uh, UFC. I'm sure it's nice to be ke- collecting those UFC checks, but the man's made a lot of money. Uh, if you feel free to review his 2020, uh, it's been a good one for Joe Rogan. The Joe Rogan business has been has been booming. So if he wants to keep doing UFC cards, you know, good, good on him. But um, I, I I think he came under a lot of scrutiny this year. For his commentary on some of these pay-per-view cards he's done, um, certainly from us, uh, if anyone's listened to any of our post-fight shows, uh, any of our recent, whether recently or I think even earlier in the year, uh, pretty pretty universal in our criticism that he's really fallen off as far as keeping up with the product, um, his ability to sort of recognize the the pertinent narratives that are unfolding in front of him during a fight, uh, and these are problems he's had in the past too. This isn't new for 2020. This was starting in 2019, 2018. This is if you've been a critic of Rogan uh, and his fight commentary it only got worse this year nothing changed it it got worse not better do I think that he actually uh, will be done by the end of the year I'm going to sell because I think he really enjoys the fact that he only has to do the pay-per-views There was a there was a stretch there where he got burnt out when the UFC schedule was really like ramping up And we were you know, once it started getting to where we are now the sort of 40s 40, 40 to 50 Um cards a year schedule that's when rogan you thought like holy crap. He's gonna step away He just he doesn't want to do this, but clearly they work something out. He only does pay-per-views He really likes it So i'll say no do I think it'll happen someday and someday in the next couple of years I I would wager, but this specific question, end of, excuse me, end of 2021. uh, No, I don't think Rogan's done. I think he'll, I think he likes this this discussion. I think there's a lot of big matchups that he wants to be, he wants to be there for. Uh, Maybe a reduced schedule. Do we see him skip some pay-per-views? Maybe, maybe, maybe we actually point where he's not every pay-per-view, but is he officially part of, uh, done uh, with, uh, being part of the broadcast team? Nah, nah, Rogan's still around.
2: All right. I'm going to, I'm going to sell this, um, and, and, and I want to preface this because I know a lot of people on like the comments and Twitter are just like, all these guys do is crap on Rogan. He's great. Joe Rogan is a massive part of how far the UFC has come. And his contributions will never ever, in my mind, or most other fans' minds, be overlooked or ignored. But his last couple of years have not been great. Let's be honest. And I'm going to throw this out there, and I know I've said something of the sort in past shows. I don't blame him completely for this, okay? I think the three-man booth hampers him in a huge way. It's easy to have a three-man booth with two color guys when both color guys are UFC fighters or were UFC fighters or were former UFC champions. But it is tough to mix in a guy that is well-versed in the world, that has incredible knowledge of martial arts, but is trying to get his words out there to match up to the other color guys. Like, I'd like to see the UFC one time in 2021 let John Annick and Joe Rogan do a pay-per-view by themselves. Let those two guys have at it. And then you can bring in a Trevor Whitman or you can bring in like DC or Bisping or Felder and they can do the Whitman role. You know, give quick thoughts between rounds on what they saw talk about corner advice, and they can give insight in that way where they can still contribute to the broadcast, but they're not there the entire time. And I think if Rogan was by himself doing color, I think he would be much better. And I think it would go over better, honestly. To me, when you have Rogan there, it's too many cooks in the kitchen trying to, as they say in the pro pro wrestling world, they're trying to get their, their stuff in, AK. And it's very hard to overcome, especially when you've been in that seat since... I mean, the beginning, since the rise of the UFC, he's been in that seat in a two-man booth. He's been there forever. So, I, a lot of people are writing him off. I'm not writing him off just yet. I just think he needs to be the only guy in the booth with Anik to thrive. So, that's yeah. my pick.
0: That's my Look, th- pick. Three-man booths in any sport are difficult. Uh, I, I'm, I'm always in favor of two-man booths over three-man booths. You're right. You're right. There can be some really good ones. There's some, some really magical... Comp- when you find the right three people thinking some really really magical combinations in there uh ones that can endure and, and, and last for for decades uh but for the most part yes when you're dealing especially in a sport like uh like mma where there's, there can be such a clash of personalities um and it's not saying that people don't like each other it's just once you get in that booth you you have to perform a certain way. And sometimes your style is just not going to mesh. Like I said, there's two color guys. Sometimes the styles just aren't going to mesh. It's not personal. It's just it's just the way it is, right? Not everyone can blend with everybody. Puts a lot of perplex said on the annex to kind of not just call the fight, but they're also have managed the two, kind of the two personalities in the booth. And it just doesn't lead to an enjoyable broadcast, not in my opinion anyway. So yeah, you're right. It's not just an indictment of Rogan. It's three-man three, three booths in general are, are notoriously difficult. I'm, I'm with you. I think I an think Anik, Rogan. I wouldn't mind seeing Anik and Rogan again. Um, it might not have the same kind of frat boy energy that I know some of uh, some of the viewers like. I know they like when uh, when Rogan's just kind of chumming it up with DC and they're just laughing about everything every five seconds, and that's fine. Look, if you're having a good time with that, again, I don't want to judge, but I just think that uh, these podcasts can be more professional, I do, and I think that uh, Rogan has taken uh, can take away from that a lot of times, but you're right. Him and Anik, it'd be a different story. It, it, we have a totally different feel than um, some of the things we've seen with Rogan lately.
2: You know what, we're going to do one more, AK. I lied. Last one. We won't, oh, won't yeah. We won't dive deep into this. Because <laughs> I, 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 I do like this one, and I think it's a really interesting question. Buy or sell, AK, that the same amount or more current UFC champions will retire in 2021 as they did in 2020.
0: How many were there in 2020? <laughs> it was Cejudo and Habib. Yeah. So at so least two. two. Oh. So I mean, obviously, there's one in my mind. Uh, I I don't know if I want to say it. No, I'll say it now because it's it's, it's whatever. It's it's the it's ongoing discussion. Obviously, Amanda Nunez is a big one. I think Amanda Nunez, even though she's relatively young, she is embarking on the journey of motherhood, which is a which is a huge huge thing. Uh, and her youth, if anything, is a good thing because theoretically she could retire and choose to come back two years from now, three years from now, and probably still being very <laughs> a very high level athlete um but I'll say that's one I'm I'm almost expecting Stipe Miocic, I think is another one people are talking about he's certainly up there in age uh that heavyweight division is only getting younger hungrier and scarier and uh you know it's not a lot of reason to stick around other than if he enjoys it um he's made good money it was it two or more than two two or more mm. I'm gonna you know what I'll I'll buy it. I'll buy it. i I I, I am kind of leaning towards Miocic and Nunez walking away. It, 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 Nunez maybe temporarily, but retirement is a retirement, even though people can retire multiple times in this business. It's still a retirement. So yeah, I'll buy I'll buy on that.
2: Um I have nothing more to add to that. I'm buying for the same reasons you just said. So uh now we're gonna shift gears. Segment two, we're gonna make our guesses for who will we predict will be the male and female fighters of the year in 2021? And AK, I'm going to start with the female fighter of the year. And I think both of my picks are possibly out of left field. But much like my fight predictions, I'm going with my gut. I have this feeling deep down, okay, AK, that Amanda Hebas is going to have a massive, massive year. Wow. I think her 2020 was gigantic. It was a breakout year for her, but I think 2021 will be even bigger. I think she's going to go on a big run, maybe even get to a title shot by the end of the year. Not saying she'll fight for the title by the end of the year, but I think she'll earn a title shot by the end of the year. And with that, just to be different and not pick a champion and not pick Amanda Nunes or Valentina Shevchenko, I'm going to go with Amanda Hibas to get it done. What say you? And then you can uh, jump right into the male fighter of the year if you'd like.
0: The year of Hibas? So you're expecting her to fight at least like three times. She's going to stay busy. Yep. Get a big win in there. Maybe knock off like uh, maybe knock off a Mackenzie Dern. Maybe knock off.
2: Sure. Uh, I, well, she, she's fighting Marina Rodriguez. Okay. So there's I one. think she'll probably get the Watterson fight back. Right. And then she might get, you know, maybe she gets an Esparza or, or somebody of that. Wow. Maybe she gets a Rose. I don't know.
0: I have her ranked ninth right now in my rankings. I have her ranked ninth behind uh, Michelle Watterson, Esparza, Claudia Gedelia. Yeah, I mean, I could see her beating some of these names. You're right. I could see her beating Marina Rodriguez and getting some of these names ahead of her and climbing. Wow, that's a good one. I'm going to go with uh, – I'm, 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 I'm kind of a boring answer. I'm staying in that division. I, I think Zhang Lee. I think Zhang Wei Lee, I hope she gets a chance to stay busy. She can make some serious statements in uh, – if, if maybe the Tatiana Suarez fight finally happens, um, obviously Suarez has to fight first before you know get a win again before coming, before getting that tele shot. Yan Xiaonan. I think Yan Xiaonan, I do think we're going to see that fight. Um, I'm sure the OC would love to have it in China, but of course you know we don't know, we don't know if that's even possible. I think she's going to stay busy, so I'm just going to go with the champ of 115. I, 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 and again, you know, like we said, I think we think Nunez is going to retire, which, and if she's active, I don't know if she'd fight more than once. Um, so it's just hard to, it's even as dominant as she is, it's hard to say she should be the female fighter of the year. So, yeah, I'm just gonna be uh, boring. I just think Jean's gonna find a way to stay busy. May, you know what? Maybe she ends up fighting Heba. Maybe we get that fight, right? Maybe you know. So maybe our answers are somewhat tied together. Wouldn't that be something? Um, yeah. Well, something you know, I, I, well, someday it wouldn't surprise me. My male fighter of the year. Are we gonna talk about a year end? Uh, not, not to tip our hats a little bit. Uh, is there one other segment coming up with a uh, title talking about champions? Yes. Okay. Well, then this kind of tips my hat because I think. This, this will be my uh, second time I've voted for this guy's fight Friday of the year uh, I think Izzy I think Izzy Adesnia. I think Izzy I think maybe he does the dual division champ thing this year uh, I don't know it's hard to predict champ champ stuff but I like we said we already know he's going to fight Blahovitz so that's, that's in the books he's going to beat him I don't know I've against Blahovitz so many times I'm probably wrong but he has a very good chance to and if he does it's possible that he holds on to both belts th- throughout the end of the year Maybe maybe there's a Kevin Holland fight in there I don't know we, we mentioned that as well so if he does, even if he only fights twice, if he wins the light heavyweight title and defends the middleweight title, that's a pretty strong case for fighter of the year. So I'm, I'm going, again, both my picks, kind of safe, kind of boring, but that's that's what they call me, safe and boring AK Lee.
2: It's crazy, AK, because for the last however many years that I have done this show, I have picked every single year Tony Ferguson to be the fighter of the year. <laughs> I'm doing it again. This year, I will not be doing that for a number Uh, of reasons. And I got to say, it's a bit relieving to not have to do that. But I'm changing gears in a big way. This year, and people are going to call me out for this, and I don't care. I can't wait. Maybe it's the regional bias in me. But there is something in the air here in New England. If one team falls off, another team steps up. If it's not the Pats, it's the Red Sox. If they both suck, it's the Bruins or the Celtics. But regardless... Of what happens in the winter or spring, there is good juju for New England mixed martial arts. And I have no scientific evidence to support this pick. But I have a feeling, AK, this is going to be the year that Calvin Cater doesn't just get over the hump because he did that already in 2020. But this is the year that he turns into a big, giant ball like you see in Indiana Jones, rolls over that hump, down the hill, and takes out every 45-er in his path. Of course, my pick could be gone come January 17th after he fights Max Holloway. But I feel he matches up really, really well with Max. But if he's going to get that shiny gold belt wrapped around his waist at 145 pounds, it has to be this year. If it doesn't happen this year, it's not going to. And with that said, just because I want to be a genius... I'm taking a flyer out on the Boston finisher, AK. Kind of a hot take on my end, but that's what I'm doing. I think that Cater fights three times. I think he wins the belt and defends the belt this year.
0: Listeners, as soon as the words "New England" escaped <laughs> Mike's lips, my head was shaking for a full, I think, the last minute. My head is just—I've I, I looked like a like a like a like a not a bobblehead, but whatever, like a you know some sort of mechanized toy. With my head just just rhythmically shaking left and right. Uh, you are wild, man, sir. You, 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 New England guys, you guys are wild. uh I, I love the audacity. I think it's <laughs> completely crazy given, again, like I said, given the chance that uh, uh John Jones could become the heavyweight champion, uh, uh like I said, a, a could be a, a, du- a dual champion by, again, the end of the first quarter of 2021. This seems Featherweight is just, I'm just looking at some of the matchups of Featherweight. It's just like, I just can't see Cater beating all these. Guys. Maybe he beats Holloway. I I am picking Holloway, I think. Maybe he beats Holloway, but I'm just looking at everyone. It's it's that's a killer division. Uh which yes, if he were able to pick up big wins over like Holloway, Volkanovski and then like uh Zabit or something, uh, Zavit you know, wins the beat rematch. Okay. All right. He's the fighter of the year. I just don't think any of that's gonna happen, Mike. Come on.
2: I don't do come this. On. Listen, I don't I, I pick I pick mine so that I'm by myself on an island at the end of the day. I mean it's year. more interesting.
0: When, it's more interesting than my pick, that's for sure. Right. I, I'll give you that.
2: But I'm t- I, I wow. like to take flyers out and I'm taking a flyer out
0: here. Wow. I just listen. I
2: as you know, I interview a lot of fighters. And when I come out of a Calvin Cater interview, I legitimately believe everything he says. Like, I just, it's, it's not just because he's from New England. It's just I truly believe what he says. And the way he has approached this fight game, it, him and Font, it's different than everybody else. It's just different. It's no trash talk. It's none of that. It's on to the next one, pun completely intended, next man up. But eventually he's going he's gonna to have the, if he beats Max Holloway, he can finally get up and stand on that rooftop and say, give me what I deserve. Give me that title shot. No more next man up. No more whoever the UFC wants to give me I'll fight. It's give me that damn belt.
0: Has there a... I, I'm, I'm sure the answer to this is obvious. I'm going to feel like a fool. Has there been a UFC champion from the New England area? No.
2: Well, really? Tim, Tim Sylvia.
0: Oh, Maine. The maniac. Yeah. Okay, that counts. No, that counts. That counts. But yeah, no, one cool. no one from Massachusetts. No one from Massachusetts. Right, right. Okay. Speaking I'm of... Reeling, one, right. and I'm, that was I'm a, reeling right now. I'm not ready. I'm, I'm moving on to... I'm not ready. Oh, my gosh.
2: Well, uh, I mean, that was a hot take. And speaking of hot takes, we will have our burning hot take in a moment. But first, let's talk those UFC titles, my friend. We're going to predict who will have a world title in each division come December 31st, 2021. So, AK, let us begin with the UFC Stroudweight division. Zhang Wei Li, will she still have the belt at the end of the year?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Admittedly, like I said, you know, she could run into Hibas Mania. Um, I'm also a believer, by the way. Well, I'm going to say I'm a believer in Mackenzie Duren, just not for 2021. I, I I can't imagine, even if it happens like by the end of the year, if it's like Mackenzie Dern versus uh, Zhang, I, 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 you know, just the skill set just isn't there yet, so... Mm. Oh, sorry, I'm talking about the wrong division. Well, <laughs> just... We've been talking for a lot of time. We have. Um, we have. Uh, he was... Um, no, no, I'm talking about the right division. I know what I'm talking about. You know what you're talking about? I know what I'm talking about, people. Trust me. Trust me. Don't don't edit any of this out. This is all this is all real talk. Okay. No, I'm just sorry. I'm just looking at my own rankings, right? Yes. Uh, if someone like a Mackenzie Dern, uh, uh got a title fight against uh, uh, Zhang Weili at this point, I just I just don't like her chances right now. So these are fighters who I see as future champions. Like I do think Dern could be a champion someday. Of course, I'm I think could be a champion someday. Uh, Yan Shao Nan, Tatiana Suarez. Tatiana Suarez. We still think on paper should be a great matchup, but there were some questions and uh, you know in the answer off fight that that need to be addressed. Do I think any of these women can beat Zhang Weili in 2021? I just do not. So, safe answer, Zhang.
2: Okay. um, I will agree. I just don't know. I just don't know how active she's going to be. Like, she may only end up with one title defense against this year. Maybe two. But, you know. And and she's a tremendous fighter. So, I think she will end the the year with the title. But I think for the interest of time, AK, uh, I think when we ask, when we go through this, We'll just say, like, if it's still going to be the champion, just say, yes, yeah. I think it'll still be the champion. If it's going to oh, be yeah. new, uh, we'll just say who the new champion is. Uh, men's flyweight, I'm sticking with the current champion. I believe Davis yep. and Figueredo will end the year at the belt. And like I said last week, even if Brandon Moreno wins the rematch, they'll fight again, and I think Figueredo will win
0: the trilogy. Do you think it's stick- Figueredo? Yep, sticking with Figueredo. Shevchenko, women's Shevchenko, women's flyweight. Yep, uh, unless for some reason she vacates, uh, I can't imagine why. Uh, maybe she goes up to 135 or something, but uh, no, no one's beating her at 125. Not yeah. this year.
2: I am with you, uh, Piotr Jan, the current 135 pound champion. Does he end the year with the strap?
0: No, my friend. I, I got a weird feeling that, uh, you know, we're gonna see a familiar face at the top. I, I think T.J. Dillashaw gets it back. Ooh. I, think, I, I think when he's at one, I think at 135, I still think he's the best. I hated the 125 drop I know why he did it um, you know uh, maybe in another world he doesn't get caught and that we have to see a more comp- he has a more competitive fight with Cejudo but I hated 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 that drop he should stick at 135 I think he is he is the best 135er in the world um, I'd love to see the cruise rematch someday I don't I guess that ships probably sailed but other than that I think he's the best so I'm going I'm going diligent
2: I'm going Aljamain Sterling I think he wins oh, wow. and he ends the year at the belt so I'm going with yep. Aljo I think it's his time
0: there's like five names at the top of 135 honestly, that I could see. It's, so, it's what a ridiculous division. It's so good. It's so good.
2: Women's Bantamweight AK, currently held by Amanda Nunes. I'm going to say, AK, at the end of 2021, there will be no Women's Bantamweight Champion. I think Amanda Nunes will defend both of her titles one more time, and then she walks away as the pinnacle of women's MMA. And I'll just go ahead and, and knock another one out of the, the equation, because I will say at the end of the year, there will be no Women's Featherweight Champion, oh, no, because not. one for the same reasons I just mentioned, and two, I don't know if the UFC even moves forward with this, with this division, so yeah. my pick, there will be no 135-pound women's champion.
0: I think Nunez will vacate, but I think there will be a vacant title fight booked between one Miss Holly Holm and uh, a rematch with Jermaine, Jermaine Durandami. And uh, Jermaine Durandami beats her again, and we, have, we get the most unlikely of two division UFC champions, so I'm throwing it out there. GDR, a uh, two division UFC champion, not at the same time. I mean, we'll have the status of having been a two division UFC champion by the end of 2021. I don't know why. I just got a weird feeling. If it's not Nunez uh, and, and it's not vacant, GDR featherweight, Alexander Volkanovski. Yeah, will he
2: yeah, end I'm, the year with the title?
0: I, I, this guy is so yes. And I think the like people will. There might be some close decisions in there. I think the disrespect will continue, but I think he's going to silence a lot of people. I think he's going to defend the title three times, and uh, just remind people he, he's like the, maybe the most unappreciated guy, uh, definitely the most unappreciated champion. I think Volkanovski is so so good, and I actually really enjoy watching him fight. Um, decisions or not, I, I don't think I think, it's, it's, I think his decisions are actually really compelling. So, yep, I'm going. I'm sticking with the champ. You already know my
2: answer. Calvin K. will in the, year oh, is, the is the featherweight champion. Uh, I think Women's Featherweight, I think we're in agreement on. Uh, Lightweight, we have no champion. Who will end the year as the
0: champion? Well, it's going to be a wrestler from Dagestan, and I think his name is Islam Makachev. Wow. Yeah, I I think he's going to do it. I'm going with with Charles Oliveira. Right, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Welterweight, I'm sticking with Kamaru Usman to be the champion by the end of the year.
0: I'm not. I'm not touching that. That's that. The, just looking at the rankings, I just don't see anyone at welterweight right now who's a, who's an immediate outside of Burns. Burns is the most immediate threat. I think he wins the Burns fight, and then after that, I don't see anyone clo- who's who's close to beating him.
2: Middleweight, the champion is Israel Adesanya. I will say he will not be the middleweight champion at the end of the year because he will vacate that title, hmm. and Robert Whittaker will end the year as the champion.
0: Hmm. I like it. I'm. I. I think. Because I picked him for my fight of the year, like I said, I do see him doing a light heavyweight win potentially and then a middleweight title defense. So I think they will let him keep it for the end of the year. Um m- maybe we see the Whitaker rematch, maybe that is the, the title defense in 2021. And I would pick Addison uh Adesanya to win that. So I'm going to disney I think I think he'll he will be allowed to retain. Maybe early twenty twenty one. We see a vacating, depending on what his status is after that. But I see if it's to he decide they finally make the John Jones fight happen. But um yeah, no, stick with the champ.
2: While well, Adesanya will not hold the 185-pound title at the end of the year. I do think he will hold the 205-pound title at the end of the year. Jan Blachowicz is the champion. Now, I think Adesanya will be the champion at the end of the year.
0: I agree. And I've picked against Blachowicz so many times. Uh, this is probably way off because he's proven he's an amazing fighter who has proven me wrong time and time again. But, yep, I think Izzy, two-division champ at the end of the year. Heavyweight right now, it's Stipe Miocic.
2: My pick, Francis Ngannou will has end to. the year as the champion.
0: Has to be, right? I, it's his time. It's just, and I'll be honest with you, I would even, it's not an, an, an impossible that he wins a Miocic rematch. Uh, I don't know if I'd pick him. Like, you know, should that fight eventually be booked? Which I think it has to be. I'll probably dig a little deeper into thinking about the matchup. But on paper, I don't, I don't see why, I don't see why Ngannou can't win, can't win the rematch. I don't see why he can't win the rematch. We don't know how much it's improved. <laughs> Maybe not at all. Maybe it's you know that Miocic wrestling is just too much. But, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think one way or another, whether it's he beats Miocic or it's because he wins a vacant title and gone. it's his time
2: lastly ak it is time to bring that heat it is time for the fiery hot take prediction of the year a prediction so fiery that if, if this prediction actually comes true you are a god amongst men
0: All right. so, so with that well, said
2: ak let us heat this place up a bit what is your fiery hot okay. take prediction for okay.
0: the year Two things. Two things first. Okay, just a little preamble. One, when I worked at the score and we did our when I worked at the score in Canada, we did our bold predictions. The rule was actually if it if the prediction came true, your prediction wasn't bold enough. So you you definitely want so you want it to go completely wild. I, my wish predictions were a little more wild, but I tried to follow that. Also, our our old pal, uh, I should say, our old pal, our pal, these pal, uh, Aaron Bronstedt from TSN. When he used to do the, when he did does these year end shows, he likes to do three hot takes in order of least. A caliente to mui caliente to mas caliente so i've done that i've given you i'm gonna give you three hot predictions here like in order of in order of how, how likely they're to happen so this is lukewarm season 29 of the ultimate fighter on abc every week uh you know with the, part of the abc wow. deal yeah maybe on espn plus as well simulcast but It is a bit of a banner program on ABC featuring, maybe featuring Colby Compton, Jorge Mazadal, but that is part of the ABC UFC deal. They're taking this seriously and it will become the most watched show in America. That's not part of my prediction. That's just what I want to see happen. Hot number two. so this is only my second second warmest. (laughs) And this is really more for 2022, but I want to get it out there now because I'm so confident this is going to happen someday. Maybe not in 2021, but I'm so confident it's going to happen. A Paul brother is going to compete inside the Octagon. It is going to happen. I'm really leaning towards 2022, but it is going to happen. People, there's no stopping this train. There's no stopping this train. My hottest prediction, uh, and yes, I think this is less likely to happen because it involves two promotions having to work together. I think the UFC, as as a parting gift for this great champion, they find a way to make Amanda Nunez and Kayla Harrison happen. Wow. Whether it's a non-title 145 bout so Harrison can have that extra pound to work with or a, a 150 catch weight or Nunez goes up to 155. This is my, but again, like I said, this is so hot that I think it's impossible because it would it require me working with, with the PFL or someone else. Nunez-Harrison. I think that's my hottest prediction. UFC finds a way and says, Thank you, Amanda Nunez, for your service. We want to give you one, big, one more big fight. And then uh, here it is. Those are some
2: crazy takes, AK. Mm. But I am going with maybe the craziest take in the history of the sport. Oh, this is Brace yourself. Are you ready for what I'm about to say? I'm buckled up. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I will be solely on an island by myself if this comes true. My fiery hot take prediction for 2021 is that UFC president Dana White will attempt to rebuild his relationship with the MMA media. <laughs> In fact, he will see the era of his ways for that silly video, and he will look down deep inside and say, look, I get it. There are some people that wanted us to fail. Maybe I was a little too harsh. Maybe it wasn't you guys that cover the sport. So let's start over. Let's be friends. The relationship between Dana White and the media will be much better than it was in, in 2020.
0: <laughs> you win, Mike, you win. You win. I thought my predictions were unbeatable. You win. That is no, that is the hot if again, it, going by my the, the 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 rule of 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 you my editors at the score would be super happy with you for that prediction because they would they would just be like Perfect. Put it down. That's not happening. We love that's that's what readers. That's what the readers want. Is and listeners want to what they want. So the readers want to see. So the listeners want to hear that kind of crazy stuff. I, you know, I wish good peace and goodwill to all people on earth. So I would love for that to happen, Mike. But Me yeah, too. What a wonderfully spicy prediction to us to end on. Absolutely.
2: So with that said, we put a bow on our prediction show. We prepare for next week's show, which is the other end of the top five sandwich. We started with the five fights we missed in 2020. We'll end the pre-event programming with the five fights we need to see in 2021. And I'm excited to go that route before it's full-on matchmaking again, AK. But with that said, it's on to next week. For AK, I am Mike Heck. Hit us up on the Twitter with your bold predictions. AK is at Alexander K. Lee. I am at Mike Heck underscore JR. Remember, friends, do not take this too seriously. MMA is supposed to be fun. With that, we'll see you next week for the top five fights we have to see in 2021 right here on on to the next one the podcast you're listening to the vox media
0: podcast network
1: before zoom info business wins took a lot of time energy and patience but today zoom info aligns your sales and marketing teams identifies ideal customers faster and automates your go-to-market strategy so you can scale up and get on the fast track to marketplace domination And that's how winners win. Unlock insights, engage customers, win faster at zoominfo.com. Zoom Info, how business goes to market.